0: So, as I'm sure a number of the locals here know, last night and the night before over at Carmel High School was their famous Street Scenes event. And if you're not a local, what that is, is just an annual extravaganza that they put on. Music, bands, performing, students get involved, lots of adults from all over the area, food, drink, all kinds of things. It's a blowout event. It's probably the hottest ticket in town in February in this part of the woods. They check you for your ID at the door, so I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Now, if you just managed to get in here for the 1230 Mass, there's a good chance you were at street scenes last night. (laughs) And if you were, you would have seen that this year, like every year, they really do an amazing job, especially the students and the teachers there. I had the privilege of celebrating a mass for them before they started last night. They always hold one for the volunteers and people who are involved. And I asked them when I was there, you know, for whatever you do, and people were there who take the tickets, there were band members, there were students in the show, all different kinds of workers. And I simply asked them, does God want you to do what you're doing tonight? Whatever your task is, Did God tell you that you should come and do this at street scenes at Carmel High School? And they all sort of said, well, yeah, you know, we hope so. And I have no doubt that that was probably true. But think about it for a minute, of the things that we commit our lives to. And and just to take that as an example, I mean, they practice for months. It's all kinds of work goes into it. It's a huge production. But for the ordinary things, even in our lives, If we asked ourselves, is this what God wants me to do? What sort of answers would we come up with? Because if you're like me, I don't normally stop and say, is this what God wants me to do? I mean, maybe if it's some huge life changing decision, but just in the everydayness of life. And I'm mentioning this because what we are privileged to be witness to in the gospel today really is a decision that hangs on Peter that really sets off all the subsequent flow of Christianity. Peter is asked to do something by Jesus, and he has to decide. And this is the very beginning. This is Luke's version of the call of Peter. He doesn't know who Jesus is much. Jesus cured his mother-in-law a couple of verses earlier, but we're not given any indication that at that point they knew each other terribly well. And there, Jesus just gets into his boat and they go out a little bit. And then he makes this strange request. Go out a little bit further and just drop your net. And in that moment, Peter has to decide, am I going to say yes to this or no? And he has a lot of good reasons for saying no. I've been doing this all night. I'm the professional fisherman here. Why should I do it? Of course, he does. We know what happens. But how do we decide? We don't have Jesus, the man in flesh and blood, next to us saying, do this, don't do that. How do we decide if my choice or your choice is the one that God wants us to do? And again, I'm not just talking about sort of obvious moral choices where we know something would be pretty bad, and I just mean the everyday kinds of decisions. Because I don't think God is sitting around saying, I only want you to consult me for the big things. What does it mean to say that your life is in sync with the desire for God? Today, we celebrate World Marriage Day. For those of you who are in marriages, how do you know that your decision is in line with your spouse? Insert joke here, but really, how do you know? Because I'll bet in a lot of ways, as the years go on, you get a better sense of how the other one thinks. You have a deeper appreciation for shared desires and fears. And how do we know that what we are choosing is what God wants? And it's easy to say, because we don't have Jesus there in the boat next to us, perhaps, well, I just wish I could hear what God is saying, you know? And sometimes we pray that way. Lord, just give me a sign. Just let me know. What should I do? But most of the time, those kinds of physical, external signs don't appear, but that doesn't mean we don't have ways of knowing. And one of the simplest ways and one of the most profound ways really is just to simply try and find the courage inside to talk about whatever it is that we're weighing on our mind or heart. And you can say, well, I don't necessarily need God for that. I can just talk with another person. But if we believe what we say we believe, we are living on the other side of the resurrection We don't have to go to the guy, Jesus of Nazareth, in the flesh. We've got the grace of his spirit, but that looks like something. So when we have a conversation in trust, maybe with your spouse, maybe with a great friend, maybe with a sibling, maybe with a colleague, but to have a conversation in trust where we're simply thinking in our hearts, Lord, help me in this conversation, get a better insight to what you desire for me. It works. It really works because it's not just about us and our human efforts. And it may take time to sort things out, I get that. And we all have consciences. And if you just thought back to the last serious decision you made, you've got some gut instinct. Did I do the right thing or not the right thing? But that's a wonderful place to start. And then think of Peter. Think of the reasons he had for not going out a little bit further from the shore. Well, for one thing, he might have been afraid, right? Afraid of the deeper water. What's going on out there? What if I lose control? What if it's not so safe? Think of how many times you made a decision that went against that inner voice out of fear. If you're like me, it's a pretty long list. And we can say, Lord, if I only knew what you wanted, but if we're brutally honest, lots of times, We have a better sense of that than we want to admit, but the fear, fear of being ashamed, fear of being laughed at, fear of how the other person would receive it. What other motivation does Peter have? Well, why bother? He's the fisherman. We haven't caught anything all night. Why bother taking another stab at this? Why bother extending a word of forgiveness to that person? They've already made it clear they're not interested. Why bother? being a little extra generous with my time or my resources. It's just a drop in the ocean. It's not going to make any difference. All the different reasons we decide. It's just not worth the effort. And maybe deep down we have this gnawing sense that that isn't what God is asking us to do. Again, I'm not talking about the big black and white decisions between something which is good and something which is obviously sinful. We screw those up plenty of times for other reasons, but I'm just talking about the subtle decisions. Why did I do this? And do I know it's in line with God's desire for me? And it's worth asking and weighing that question because at the end of the day, there's really nothing more God has to offer us than that beautiful invitation to say, follow me, come along with me. I desire nothing more that you would walk side-by-side with me, in what you choose, in what you avoid. If you are deeply in love with someone, you know what that desire is like. So just an invitation, a little spiritual exercise this week. I mean, I threw out a question to the cast and crew of street scenes, that was probably the last thing they were expecting to hear. Throw that question at yourself. It's World Marriage Day, throw it at your spouse. You gotta talk about something. Throw that question to somebody that you love and trust. Hey, the decisions you're making these days, and you're probably going to know some of the decisions they've made. And it may not be so clear to you either. Is this what God wants of them? But just put that question out there. It can be the foundation of a beautiful conversation. And I've got to believe, as Peter was hauling in all those fish with the other disciples, They probably had some really good conversation. Who is this guy? What's he all about? What does he want us to do? And at the very least, they could say, I don't know, but when he asked us to do this, we did. And everything else flowed from that.